Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. Welcome back. It's good to be recording with you again this week. You are back, and we are here to pretty much just talk Winter Soldier and Falcon. Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. There was a lot of talk about. I don't know why I confused their, their names. It's okay. Everybody, everybody knows. Everybody knows what it is. Especially after, if, if folks didn't know about this series before, they definitely know about it after this past week's episode. But it, it's really funny to me because I was talking to my brother, I think last week, and he said, "Yeah, have you been watching this Falcon and Winter Soldier? I keep hearing it's really good, but after Wandavision, I don't know." And I'm like, "No, everyone thinks that, and then yep. you watch it." And the freaking quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it is a, like, WandaVision was like a, a Marvel TV show, but Falcon and Winter Soldier is a movie. If you just compare, like, put it all together, yeah. that is just being streamed, like, on a weekly basis. It is yeah. it's so much on par with any of the Captain America movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it. Obviously, it is. As folks know, it's really a continuation of the story from Civil War and and any and Endgame to to some degree. Obviously, given it six months after the blip, but yeah, I, 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 I'm really even from the gate. I, I enjoyed this particular entry into the MCU, uh, and uh, and and even you know each week even more so. Uh, if the if the if they continue with this rec- track record of you know with with Wandavision and now Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, you know that bar just keeps getting higher. I mean, and, and of course we had the Loki trailer that dropped while we were right. while we were out. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on it? I literally just watched it about ten minutes ago. Yeah, and um. <laughs> I, it, my thoughts are watch this trailer, watch the first trailer, same tone, same consistency of quality of visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a little bit more insight about, like, it's confirmed. He is basically being tasked as the Loki variant <laughs> yep. <laughs> to, to fix what the mess he, he caused in Endgame. Yeah. And, and and I like it. The chemistry between um, man, it's been a while since I've talked. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get our pod name? muscles back. It's like muscle memory. We'll be there. I we'll be there. But I'm blanking on his name. What Owen is his? Wilson. Pre- what Owen is Loki? Oh, huh? as far Tom Middleton. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So 
Tom Tom Middleton? It's Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston, yeah. Okay. Um, so the chemistry between Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson is just ma. Chef's chef's fuck. <laughs> I give up. Why did he freaking ask me first? I like it. <laughs> moving on. Yeah, moving on. I liked it too. I yeah. liked it too. It, it's it's like I mean it was it was definitely got a better sense as far as what the story is about. I mean we did in the first one, but. Uh, in the first trailer, but uh, this week's the second trailer definitely has fleshed it out even more. And yeah, I mean, you're right with the visuals and everything about the about the uh, quality of production. It, it's definitely going to be the pissed off Loki that we that we we saw you know early on in the MCU and not the not the reformed Loki that we got uh, towards the end with Infinity War. So. Yeah, he just cannot do anything to erase the Zemo cut. So, no. <laughs> yeah. no, that's not something we want to fix. I also always think it's funny when MC the MC Marvel does something like this and yep. then claim we're not in competition with DC. Of course not. We oh. did something in six days. It took you guys two years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're not in competition, you know, <laughs> Snyder Cut, Zemo Cut, Tomato, not, Tomato. Yeah, not at uh, all. This, that Zemo Cut is pretty funny. Though. I mean, I I did go to YouTube and, and watch it. I mean, it's just especially the, 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 six, the 60 minutes of, of a 30-second loop. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Marvel has a tendency to, when something works... Oh, they'll they'll continue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all of the the whole announcement of the Spider Man movie title, I mean, that played into it it's weird. It's it's like we always talk about the legacy of the MCU, that that nar- narrative that stretches across over twenty movies and now TV shows and mm-hmm. how that was possible. But there's also this other narrative of just the Marvel studio and the actors and and everything. I, I don't know. It's brilliant. But adding to that ensemble, um, She-Hulk has announced that it has cast Hamilton's Renee Goldsberry, Eliza, <laughs> um, as I like to call her. Um, and that's all Will told me. Not the part. Nothing. Yeah. She's just nothing. been cast. That's 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 the important thing. Now, actually, there's really not much I know other than the character that she's going to be portraying is a character named and Amelia, and uh, it's a friend of uh, our our lead uh, Jennifer, uh, who is um, you know she of course played by Tatiana Maslany, and of course you know Mark Ruffalo is going to be in it, and of course Tim Roth is back as the Abomination, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, again, they're, they're continuing to, to build on, on this, in, in this universe and, and of course, uh, attracting high caliber, high quality talent to, to, to fill these roles. I mean, I guess, you know, we, we talked about this some time ago on another podcast, how the MCU is the place where uh, a lot of A-listers, you know, you want to, you want to go, go play in that play, that's that play box. Hmm. Yep, I mean, Marvel always gets their casting pretty pretty right. I mean, they've had one or two slip ups, but at the end of the day, they they 
This is good. Um, and I can't talk today still. Moving on, Lucy Liu gets cast as the villainess. Not a word. Name Cal- Calypso. Yeah. In, and and his sister to Helen Mirren's character. Yep. <laughs> in Shazam sequel. Yeah. Oh man. Yes. Sweet one will add things to the one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so she is Calypso and is uh, Helen Marin's um, char- sister's character in uh, H- Hespera in the Shazam sequel. And, of course, that's coming and that was announced today. And, uh, of course, Shazam itself is scheduled to come out in June of 2023. So, uh, again, I think the DCEU is, is also bringing its a game and, and I really, I know you weren't a big fan of the original Shazam, but I really did like it. So, uh, we'll see. It's, it's looking to be, uh, a, a very good, very good sequel to the, uh, the original, at least, in, at least in my, in my opinion, but we'll, we, we, we shall see. A bit of offense taken. Um, <laughs> so I never like things as much as you like them. But that doesn't mean I'm not a fan. <laughs> it's a solid movie. I mean, it's nothing MCU. <laughs> okay. MCU doesn't have like uh, like they have their bad ones too. But still, I mean, like it's it's Shazam. It, it did what I did, and it's been forgotten. But all right, let's go back to Falcon and Winter Soldier because we are playing catch up. In one way, the break was really nice. We haven't had a break in a while, yeah. and it's important just to, for exhaustion levels. Yep. Um, but at the same time, I'm a bit pissed off about our break. <laughs> <laughs> we we, we time for spring break like, the wrong time, yeah. <laughs> well, the wrong, the right, I don't know, because the third episode was was really solid. Yeah. And I only say solid because if you asked me when it first dropped, I would have been like, that was a like great episode, round of applause. But it came, and then I saw the fourth episode, and in comparison, yep, third episode, solid. Fourth episode, holy fuck. Yep, <laughs> this totally. Show, I just, the freaking endings of these shows are so, this is how you do a cliffhanger in TV. Mm-hmm. Well, like I I know where the flash is back and they always do their like and then they show you a teaser for the next episode. Take some freaking notes. Those teasers, they're pale in comparison to these setups. I mean, in the third yeah. episode, I and I and I want to take a little bit of credit for this one because I right. called it in the very first episode. Wakanda. <laughs> you did. You sure did. You did. Not really realizing how freaking far they would go with this to the point where we get the dermalage in the fourth episode. Like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, to your point about the, the character setups, I mean, obviously at the end of the second episode, we got the, the tease of uh, setup of, of Zemo. And then, yeah. and, and then we get the payoff into. With with the third episode with, with Zemo's return and you know and, and of course Bucky, I love the whole setup with how yep. they had Sam how you know how how they had Bucky orchestrate 
the the the, the jailbreak for for Zemo and and just how Bucky was like. So what if I told you I that, that it was just, it was wonderful how they just set that up and Sam's reaction was just like I don't it, it, the look on on Sam's face. I mean Anthony Mackie just he was just killing it with like you got to be effing kidding me. Right. And I love that, that so much how they did that because it was fast. Mm -hmm. They they didn't only tell you a story, they showed it simultaneously. Yeah. So it wasn't one long hypothetical, here's my plan, but they showed you. And then what could have been a whole hour episode on it on its own was about five minutes Mm -hmm. of one episode because we knew he would get out and they're just like, yeah, we're not going to show that. We're going to, we're going to kind of show it, but in a montage and we're going to have Bucky explain it in a hypothetical and very, really make it clear. Sam is not on board with this. Nope. This is all Bucky. Yep. <clears throat> Again, because, and, and I like how as much as this is a buddy cop show and and you have um these two characters who were both very close to steve rogers um who are kind of friends but kind of enemies they're they both still have they're they're not one person like mm-hmm. neither are the sidekick they're their own characters they're mm-hmm. on their own past and their paths are just crossing at these at these points and and i and i really like how they're they're making sure it's clear like all of the stuff with wakanda and all the stuff with zemo was very much bucky focus and then sam alternatively it's all about carly and it's all about um the shield and the Mm -hmm. legacy of captain america and and i i really like how they're doing that yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was I was talking to someone about it, the show, and I was like, yeah, there's like about four or five different arcs that they are there that they are effortlessly telling this story about these characters, and 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 even though, as you beautifully set up, how Bucky and Sam have their own stories because of the happenstance of. Steve's disappearance and then we get this John Walker coming in to the mix to basically be the nexus of Sam questioning questioning the you know larger point of what is all this for and what is and and, and am I you know who is a worthy successor to carry this shield and, and and is is it my place to carry this shield given all the, the things that we have seen in this in in this series as far as really exploring so many issues of race and class and power and privilege and and then and then and Bucky's side, you know, as we saw when they were in the interrogation room, and even he even comes out and says it you know, in these episodes, if you don't take this shield up, I'm willing to go in there and steal it and take it myself. Right. <laughs> And because he doesn't feel that Walker's worthy of, of it, and he feels that Sam is, and he can't, you know, Bucky still can't see why Sam can't see that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Bucky, Bucky knew Steve before mm-hmm. everything and, and saw the good in Steve and, yeah. and knew that character. And I think he sees that same 
Uh, I think he sees in Sam what he saw in Steve as a kid. Yeah. And and why it, they were best friends and he always looked after him and then the role reversal and all of that. And and he he saw the change in Steve. Um, but before we get into John Walker, I want to yeah. want to focus a little bit more on Sam. Yeah. Um, because to your point. Everything that they're doing with race and class in regards to Sam. They they're making it work in like really well because of the um, connection, especially in this fourth episode, he was able to build with Carly Mm -hmm. and that recognition that made Carly go from just a, a super soldier who, well, we don't really know what she's all about to suddenly a, a, not a Thanos level villain, but a MCU villain who actually we understand their motivation. Yeah. Which makes makes her like infinitely better than, you know, a lot of the Thor villains we've received, a lot of oh, the yeah. other villains we've received because yeah. and and in a way she's very similar to Thanos. She's like we our world yes, half of the population was white. Mm-hmm. However, because of that, we actually were able to move forward more together and and there were resources finally and and it wasn't about this class system and and he recognizes that and he recognizes that this isn't a a terrorist who just wants to kill people. This is someone who has a mission who has a goal mm-hmm. um and and, and their conversations throughout the fourth episode i just was like ah this is this is this is so good because it's they're not fighting it's more about sparring of wit yeah and and i think those kind of um conversations that are pretty much verbal sparring matches are are so good oh it, it really was and especially when you when you look at how this Sam's journey after you know, post blip it has been and and how you know and, and also thinking about Carly and, and even in the flag smashers because and, and how she views the shield versus her 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 friend who um, you know who worshipped Captain America for example Mm-hmm. And, and you know because he you know whenever they, it, it, I think about their conversation that they had where he was like oh you know I worship you know I love Captain America that shield means something we you know of course uh, you know it, you know was fighting bad guys it was a very you know he, he, he was looking at the flag smashers and the world in a very black and white kind of good evil good bad construct Carly has that same view as well. But but also she, there there's some what I really like about her as a villain and and, and, and it's also what we're seeing with Zemo too and we'll I know we'll touch on him more later is there's a lot of gray to her yeah and 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 to your point about the sparring that she and Sam had the verbal sparring about what all this means and and, and I really I'm really glad that they utilized 
the the reason why Steve and Sam were first introduced anyway with you know with Sam working with soldiers with PTSD because you know that's a very important um, footnote to, especially when we see what's going on with Walker uh, it, it, as as we are introduced to him and some of the things he and he and Battlestar talked about what they dealt with in Afghanistan I think it was very you know I, I think it was very important for I'm glad they brought that element of Sam's work back because yes, Sam is a soldier of fortune now, you know, doing these missions for the government as Falcon, but he's still a counselor. Right. And he was using that counseling role to really try to get and to understand what was going on with Carly. And, you know, but for John busting in on their, on their session, he, Sam may have actually been able to tap into her humanity because she was feeling conflicted about, you know, people getting lost, even though that at sometimes what, you know, when they destroyed the facility in, in episode three, but, but, you know, but at the same time, she was also feeling her, you know, feeling herself as a superior too, because she is now has a super soldier serum. So, I just really enjoyed that psychological warfare that was going on there. And I really, it's too bad that circumstance, you know, story caused it to, 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 to get cut off because I really, really would have liked to see how much further that would have gone if, if, but for John cutting in. Right. I, I mean, to go back to your point about Sam being a counselor, that's part of the reason why him and him and Steve um, became very close because in a mm-hmm. way, Steve didn't realize at the time how much PTSD he was dealing with. Yeah, that's true. And which is, and in a way, Sam had let it all go. He had gotten over it, been able to help others. Mm-hmm. And then through the, um, through what happens in Winter Soldier, he is brought back into the fight only in this other capacity as a contractor, as an Avenger, as just a hero. Yeah. So, which is different from being a soldier, and then that leads us to John Walker, and I'm kind of mad at you, Will. Okay. Because I I have this I have this trust and I have this faith that you 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 tell me things. You did not tell me that Wyatt Russell, who plays John Walker, is Kurt Russell's. Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Son. Oh, I thought I did. Oh, my no. bad. My bad. I thought you. Well, what? A, what? A, I guess I just assumed you knew that. So I did not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, because when I found that out today, I was immediately mind blown because the whole thing we talked about the last time we talked about the show, living yeah. in someone else's shadow. Mm-hmm. And to know that he is the son of a huge movie star. Yep. It's just like, okay. And, this, yeah, two, movies, yeah, huge, two huge movie stars. Is, Don't forget yeah. who his mom is. <laughs> yeah. Freaking, yeah. 
freaking Marvel casting. Like yeah. that is just stars align perfect. And every time I think of John Walker now, I will forever think about the final, final freaking shot in the fourth episode because that is iconic. Mm-hmm. That image, just whoever directed that episode, give them a freaking Emmy because to to have us looking up and to have this lanky body that that doesn't look like a super soldier. No, right. it looks like this stretched out, like limp. And then you have the bloody shield. And it's just the crafting of that single frame was just so haunting. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I, I can't get over that shot. And um, to we before we were talking about the opening of the third episode and how they, they were able to get Zemo out mm-hmm. by by setting up that montage. What and most most times in television you that would be a whole episode. Yeah. Same thing happens in the fourth episode where there's clear setup for him taking the serum mm-hmm. and and yet they don't show us. No. And I really that was a brilliant choice. I that guess. was. Yeah. Like we don't need to see that. We know it's coming. We we understand it like the wheels, and and um, what what was his name? The his best friend. Oh, Lamar. Lamar. Yeah. Okay, Lamar. I'm, s- I'm really sorry you died. However, you said one of the stupidest lines <laughs> <laughs> about 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 what that serum will do to him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I even forget what the line was, but that whole conversation was really bizarre to me because I'm in my mind, I'm like, everyone knows that power corrupts. Yep. Yeah. So what the heck are you talking about? No, power will just bring out the best in you. I'm like, who, what school did you go to? What school did you go to? Didn't you learn from, from Erskine as far as what Steve, I mean, y'all, y'all supposedly like study Captain America. I mean, it just makes you more of what you are. Right. It's yeah. just, it doesn't, and I, I just, I couldn't get over that scene. And so when yeah. he died, I was like, karma. But is, <laughs> but is he, but is he, but is he dead? But is he dead? Well, let's not play that game because okay. don't do that to this show. If okay, they do a flash, let's lower the stakes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Because yeah. that was great motivation. It is. It is. I was thinking more, and I, I've seen, well, I was actually thinking more Civil War actually with uh, with with Rhodey. Yeah. You, you know, my mind went there. Yeah. And then and then I saw it, all, it also field. Yeah. Like they 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 better not take it back. I hope they don't. I, I really hope they don't. I mean, I know. I mean, I know there's a lot of folks that were more like. Uh, again, you know, we'll go with the parallels again. You know, you have the African American sidekick character, well, yep. with with Tony and Rhodey. In this case, it was John and and Lamar. Uh, question, you know, there's the the under, of course, the over overtones of like, oh yeah, here we go again, sacrifice the black trauma yeah. <laughs> to help bring out the the good, you know, white character savior. Uh, you know, and at least. And at least, you know, in Tony's case, it was, 
you know, he got even more hellbent on why he, you know, he doubled down on the Sokovian Accords. And in and, and Walker's case, he doubled down on who he, you know, who he is. And well, he he did get his ass kicked by the Dermaraje. Well, there was that. I mean, he was, well, it, there were, yeah, I mean, there was that piece too. I mean, he, he, I mean, I mean, that was very telling too. I mean, he's like, there weren't even super soldiers in, and, you know, uh, I just, that, yeah. that scene. Can I just give a shout out to my man, Sebastian Stan? <laughs> <laughs> During the fight, I know some people didn't like this part, yeah. but, <laughs> but when he kind of encourages John, is like, you almost got that one, John. Yeah. <laughs> Doing good. You're good. Doing good, John. Yeah. The other thing that I liked, liked about those scenes, too, is just in the, the you know, Sam was like, yeah, the only thing you're running here is your mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's, it's like, um, okay, we we know them. Um, and so we're just going to stand here yep. while you get taught a lesson that we've already got taught. Yep. Except then they do get a little bit involved and and Bucky... Ooh, he he gets taught another freaking le- weapon. The the scene when she take Ao takes takes off his arm. Yeah, I know that's been. Yeah, that's caused a lot of consternation on social media for sure. Where, Why? Well, I guess there's the question of like, well, there's there's several things like why did Wakandans built into failsafe? I mean, in the betrayal, was it a betrayal? of of their trust that of bucky i think it was a reminder that i i think well fail safe is a hard thing because yeah. let's let's be honest it's still a metal arm mm-hmm. <laughs> so there there probably has to be a way to attach detach whatever yep um it's like it's not his real arm just casted in metal um but i think it was kind of a a, remember what we gave you like at the beginning yeah. of the episode she says to him we helped you get over hydra's brainwashing mm-hmm. and then you turn back around and release the man who killed our, our king yep and and now we're having to deal with this captain america person and you're still not handing over zemo and you you seem to have forgotten that we gave you a better arm yeah um and and a new arm and 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 so so again this is set up for a full-on white wolf storyline because Mm -hmm. some things went down in wakanda and i still want to know how long was he there two years how long were him and ao doing it (laughs) yeah you know they did i mean (laughs) i know they did it they told that that was a total well, it's Sebastian freaking yeah. Sam. Oh, it was Ao. I mean, they that they. I mean, in the opening sequence with her with the yep. deep programming. I mean, there there was so many levels. One just one hats off to Sebastian Stan and 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 actress who plays Ao. Okay, uh, yeah. I mean, the range of things that they showed in 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 those opening sequences i mean i'm shipping them all the way and i usually stay out of shipping games but this one i'm shipping <laughs> yeah. does and you know what i like it well i like it good yeah. call, good call. <laughs> sharon, sharon sam check two yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah I, I i mean but bucky was in wakanda two years 
in and out of cryo freeze, but you know, because because we because you know he went there at the end of Civil War, and then we saw the um, at the end of Black Panther, you know, he he emerges as the White Wolf, and then of course we had the blip, you know, Infinity War. So yeah. I it's so so we have all of this going on um and it's and it was and again um we talked about this a lot during the first season of Batwoman the yeah. ability to have all of these running narratives and then craft a scene where you have Dermalage intervene, come after Zemo, John Walker's there. John Walker also wants to put Zemo back in prison. Then mm-hmm. they get caught in odds, odds. And then because of that fight, that moves John Walker into having better motivation that he can't do this job right. just by being human. He has to be more than human. Mm-hmm. And that leads us to the final... Like, all of that, like, that's what's building a narrative is all about. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, I mean, yeah. I, Will, yeah. I'm sorry. It's really hard to watch the CW show. It is. Oh. Right now. It really is. It is. It is. I mean, I will say, I mean, I, I watched Batwoman last night, and it's, and I'm looking forward to the painkiller backdoor pilot with Black Lightning that airs tonight. Um, but... I, I, you know, I, I finally got around to Supergirl and The Flash. I finally got around to Supergirl last, from last Tuesday, last night, after watching Batwoman. And, you know, thank goodness for John Cryer, because otherwise, um, yeah, it, it's really hard these days to, to, uh, and I, to, to, to watch them with what's, what's going on with the MCU, uh, because, yeah, the level. I mean, uh, to, to the Flash's credit, it has gotten better. I mean, it's it's got it's only upswing, but uh, the way they're world, really building a narrative and stuff, and the way they are telling this story, and we hadn't even like really gotten into Sharon in, in episode three in Marpor yet at all. Uh, but yeah. I do hope we we do talk about that too, um, because there's a lot going on there that really set things up for the fourth and 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 episodes moving forward um but yeah getting you know just to you know put a bow on 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 bucky and uh, and io and the and the fight and and zemo's loft um the the last thing i also want to say about that is just the look on bucky's face and the look on her face when she took the alarm off um you know, his just like, oh, I really messed up. <laughs> and, and but also, you know, to the, to the point that people were saying betrayal, you know, with them taking the arm off or humiliating him or whatever, whatever, you know, it is. I think they still at the end of the day, still they may have been disappointed in Bucky, but if they really were like angry to the point because he failed to bring Zemo in after the eight hours, they would have taken the arm. So, so they would, so I think at the end of the day, he, you know, he's going to have to do some, some, some mending offenses with the Wakandans, but I think he'll be able to get back in their good graces. Right. Right. And I mean, to, so, so Zemo, 
Um, they they're they're doing a good job. We know he's a creep. We know he's he's not on the up and up, and he he clearly has made it. Or he clearly wants to get out of out from under Sam and Bucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which he does uh, finally is able to do with everything that happens at the end of the fourth episode. He pulls it out, Chapo. <laughs> he does. Um, yeah. But but I like the 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 small moment through through this very chaotic and this very dramatic episode where he we 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 almost remember he's only working with them because he doesn't want the super um, super soldier serum to get out there in the world. Mm-hmm. As much as they don't like right. that's common common cause, yeah. um, and so you see that when he realizes how many all the vials that Carly has, and he smashes them. Of course, he misses one. Oh, mm. oh. Okay. yeah. Uh, one moment I was like, how oh, stupid, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I like that moment nonetheless because it's a reminder of of his motivations and why. Like very similar to Carly, he he gets that this stuff is not good. This mm-hmm. stuff had one good product, and that was just because there was a Steve Rogers in the world. Yeah. Giving it to others doesn't mean that they're going to become Captain America or these these giant Avenger type figures. It it will just lead to more death and more destruction, as we see with John Walker. Yeah. Um, so, so, so I like that. I like his moves on the dance floor. Yeah. Um, and, and that, that also leads us kind of to Sharon. Yeah. Very, very similarly, like they're, they're playing a lot with grayness in this, ep- uh, in these episodes where you have these characters we think we understand. And then we're, we're given with Carly where we're understood where we're giving given ability to sympathize with her with Zemo a reminder of why he is so against the Avengers and then Sharon the the mysterious spy that's all yeah. I got yeah so a couple things with Zemo first uh, and then we'll talk about Sharon so um, again sometime back I, whenever we were talking about the MCU maybe talking as we were getting ready for this show uh, I was mentioning how I thought Zemo and uh, was one of my favorite villains of the MCU. And and this episode, and, and, and the, these last two episodes really shows why I, I was in that feeling. He's always like, he's always been 10 steps in front of, of the Avengers. Uh, I mean, his, he knows what pressure points to hit because, I mean, after all, I mean, he was responsible for the, um, you know, for, for for the events of Civil War and and basically setting a lot of things in motion where the Avengers fell apart, uh, where you know where Cap became Nomad and and gave up the Shield and um and and so many other things. And so he, you know, when Episode Three, whenever he when he had his chance, he's like, okay. When we're we're gonna go to Maryport to find this the the power broker, to, so so we can get to the bottom of the super soldier uh, serum, and you know then we learn how you know, they they hired Doctor Nagel, which I, I like the way they they again 
brought in elements from the comics but adapted it to 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 the MCU because Nagel was actually the person in the comic who worked who created Dr. Brett who uh, created Isaiah Bradley mm-hmm. uh, when he was able to reconstitute the uh, uh, Erskine's formula but but Zemo really having the discussion about supremacist and 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 of course, he had to say touche with with Steve being the exception to the to the rule. Um, and, and and of course, even like in the fourth episode, using the Turkish delights to get the kids to be able to, um, you know, get uh, you know, continue to sort of throw Sam and Bucky off the path, while he was again setting things up to basically create this collision course between Carly, Sam, Bucky, and, and John Walker. Mm. And, and and been able to get those get those twenty vials that he was in you know, and he was successful in doing so uh, by you know utilizing the information he got from the kids about uh, Kari's uh, foster mother's um, funeral, and he was able to save one vial, able to again destroy the ability of, of the super serum to be able to be used again. So I mean, Steve was just a fascinating villain and character that, uh, that a lot like Killmonger was too, where, you know, they, those are the ones that stand out when you think about the MCU right. as far as, as far as villains, because right. of, because of this, again, not because of fisticuffs, but because of the mental aspect, which I know we talked about earlier with, with Sam and, and Carly. And that's what I think makes him such compelling villains to me. Right. So, what about Sharon? So, Sharon, I, I, you know, I think from what I've gathered, this is the, the Carter that we see now in Falcon and Winter Soldier is a lot closer to the the, the character in the comics. Um, and I, her, you know, Sam's got a lot of markers that he's going to have to pay <laughs> pay to with Sharon because I mean, how many favors has she done for them now? Uh, going back to civil, you know, to to right. the Civil War, um, and but also, you know, of course, there's always this. There's, you know, not to the level that we had with with Want Division, with all the theories and theory spiraling and stuff. But of course, you know, folks are wondering who the power broker is, and of course, it, it, many folks feel that it, that is indeed Sharon. I don't know if it's Sharon, but I think she possibly is working with the power broker, and I think the power broker might be General Ross. Oh, good call. Um, just given Kari, you know, given the way the world is at this point, uh, who, who would benefit the most from having, um, one, destroying all the super serum, but two, um, all, you know, continuing to harness and control power and, you know, which was at the, uh, and the reason why I say get rid of the super serum is because, you know, he was a driving force with the Sokovia Accords. So, mm-hmm. um, so I think Ross is a very strong candidate for the power broker. Assuming they don't bring in the one of the two potential power brokers that hasn't been introduced in, in, in any MCU film to date uh, or, or, or TV show. Uh, but the ones in the car- in the comics were um, had similar aims and, and there's a character named Curtis Jackson, and then uh, the other power broker was Power Broker, and uh, Power Broker Inc. Uh, that had similar aims to Bill, who who were 
uh, also responsible for super, the super serum and uh, responsible for U.S. agent John Walker getting getting a serum in, in the comics as well. So that's another possibility. But I'm I, 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 right now I'm betting on, on General Ross being being a power broker. Yeah, uh, and cool. yeah, and, and and I think given and and Sharon getting been able to get her name cleared is probably one of the motivations for why she has access to all the things. Just like Bucky had his, you know, deal that he worked out with the government to get his name cleared. I mean, I think this is a way Sharon can get back into good graces. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see. Uh, a lot going on. Yeah. Few big episodes, um, but that is it for us tonight. Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me at Will and Polk. W I L L M P O L K. Please. Follow me. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at SJ Belmont, S J B E L M O N T. Please follow us <laughs> on Twitter at Cena Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, but most importantly, rate, subscribe, comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, Geek Out. You're welcome. credit card bill.